are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? COVID survivor. <laughs> That's true. People didn't know this, but Sarge had, he had the coup along, along with the rest of my family. COVID survivor. He's a COVID survivor. You get a little, like a blue ribbon now, I think, or something. Something. Uh, yeah. So on on today's on today's episode, we're gonna be talking about the TWAB. We're gonna be talking about data caps. We're gonna be talking about Grand Theft Auto Five conspiracists. Okay. We're gonna be talking about Transformers uh, video game ish coming out like Destiny esque, Warframe esque. We're gonna be talking about how the hell thirty five hundred consoles went missing. Well, not missing. We know where they are. They're in one person's house or organization. Uh, we're going to talk about MSI caught scalping their own graphics cards, which goes into my conspiracy theory of what the consoles are doing. Um, we're going to be talking about Fortnite, the live event compared to Destiny's live events. We're going to be talking about uh, Fortnite skins coming out, uh, leak skins and such. We're going to be talking about uh, Twitch. Uh, Twitch has uh, two things in stories. We're going to be talking about a, a new program called the Twitch Boost. And we're going to be talking about the Twitch, one of the founding members is also leaving what does that mean for twitch we're gonna be talking about hbo max slash movie theaters what it means for both us as as consumers as theaters uh we're gonna talk about the twab we're gonna talk about bioware has two key people leaving and what does that mean for you as buyers of bioware games what does that mean it means sound the alarms that's what it means uh we're gonna be talking about marvel avengers update and we're gonna be talking about dauntless update and if we have time we're gonna look at a game of medal of honors um the new medal of honor game coming out those of you that are watching for the very first time welcome to generation x gaming a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week and we rant along the way we're live every single thursday night at 8 p.m eastern right here on youtube.com slash 30 and still gaming uh we also uh stream over on this we have a let's play right now uh of snow runners called the drive it's uh you know, I, I upload some videos and you can watch me uh, drive a truck and fall asleep while you're, you know, at night. If you have, you know, insomnia or anything, you can watch me drive a truck. It'll put you fall, out. Fall asleep while driving a truck. Why yeah. would I? Why no, would you no, do that? no, no, I'm not falling truckers, asleep. Truckers are going to fall asleep no, while they watch you. No, no. Well, why would you all, do that? First of all, truckers shouldn't be watching me <clears> while they're driving a truck. In truckers the need to do anything to stay awake, man. Have you been a trucker? Talk to a trucker. Well, they, can, they can listen. They can listen. Okay, but don't, to you, a don't, trucker. you don't want to you don't want to fall asleep watching me. I'm talking about They're people that like are not driving. I'm talking about driving, not heavy machinery. Okay, I'm just letting you know if you want to if you want some easy listening stuff, you know, listen to the uh, Snowburner stuff going on. All right, so hey everybody, this is Thirty <laughs> Still Gaming and the Smooth Trucker, <laughs> bringing you live where I deliver boxes of tissues and game systems that are going to be stolen. That's right, kids all around the world. That's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna role play as the trucker that got lost in the woods with with three thousand consoles in the back of his truck, <laughs> because nobody's getting it, nobody's getting them. Sleep wenching. That's right. All right. So I want to talk about uh, this first story of data cap. Okay. 
data capping. I think this is, uh, I, I got to find the story, Sarge, but data capping is, is, it's a weird time to have data caps, especially when everyone is in their homes. They, they don't know what to do. They're playing video games. Video games at all time high right now. Um, I mean, it, it, it's really stupid, but Comcast gets ready to hit millions of customers with the data cap at the worst possible time. This uh, article comes from PC Gamer. Um, so it says Xfinity subscribers is more than a dozen states will soon have a 1.2 terabyte data cap. So if you're in the states of, let me, let me find it. If you're in Connecticut, Delaware, Massachusetts, Maryland, Maine, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Vermont, West Virginia, and the district of Columbia, along with certain areas of North Carolina and Ohio, you will be getting a 1.2 terabyte data cap. Now, Here's where the, the story actually gets interesting. I, I read this. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense while they're doing this. Okay. So it says that the data cap in Xfinity customers is over a dozen of U.S. states. Affected subscribers go to 1.2 terabytes of data in any given month will be charged an overcharge fee. The decision comes from the coronavirus cases continue to spike. Though there are uh, at least two promising vaccines in the horizon that will be hopefully curb the pandemic. It will also not happen overnight. Working at home could be the norm well into 2021, depending on how things go. In that regard, the data caps arrive at one of the worst times possible. As spotted on the verge, the ISP intends to ease customers into it. ease. Isn't that nice of them? They're going to ease you into that 1.2 terabyte data limit starting on January of 2021. The, uh, for the first two months, consumers who exceed their data cap will be given a courtesy credit, a sort of like getting a warning when you're speeding. Okay. After that, the consumers not on any unlimited plan will be charged $10 for each 50 gigabyte of data beyond the cap up to $100 total. Now, mind you, they want you to switch the unlimited plan, okay? That's what they're trying to make you do. They're trying to make you get to the unlimited plan. If you go over it, they're going to give you $10 up to $100 of fee. Now, Comcast's reason is what they state is the vast majority of consumers never use 1.2 terabytes of data in any given month, okay? According to Comcast, only 5% of the customers had hit that mark in the past six months while in the coronavirus pandemic, okay? with the media usage of 308 gigabytes, okay? Nevertheless, it is a crummy, move, a crummy move on this, okay, that comes in, but the push to work at home continue to quarantine means that there's a potential to con uh, customers will consume more data than a person might otherwise with Netflix, game downloads, video chats, it all adds up. Now, the data caps will apply to consumers living in these states that I've said before. So, Sarge, why, if only 5% of the population that they're going for in these most populated areas go over the 1.2 terabytes, why would they do this, Sarge? If if 95% of the population does not exceed the limit of 1.2 terabytes. All right, well, <clears throat> I'm, I just looked this up real quick just so I can get a ballpark, okay? So the population of the region of the Northeast of all the states that you read off, not counting North Carolina and Ohio, just like the Northeast yeah. is roughly 56 million people. Right. Okay. So 56 million people. Worst case scenario, 10 bucks. You said, you said 5%, right? Well, good. Best case scenario. So that's, it's 2.8 million people that might go over. doesn't sound like a lot, but 
if you're if you're dinging them every month, right? That's a lot of money to the it's a lot of money to the communication companies. Now, my here's my first question: Why would you set a cap on something that you know most people aren't going to hit? Why would there be a cap at all? Right. That's number one. Number two. I think what they want us to believe is that data is like water and there's not, we don't have unlimited water, right? Right. We, we don't have, we don't have, a, we don't have the capability of unlimited data. We just don't, we just don't. It's impossible. We can't have 56 million people making and downloading porn 24 seven for the rest of eternity. But that's what they want, though. It's, no, not, there it's, is, not, it's not going to work. But there is unlimited. They, they just want you to switch your plan to unlimited data, which I don't know what they charge. If someone in one of those states has unlimited data with yeah, what Xfinity, you, want, let me know what you guys pay for, for unlimited yeah, well, data. What's, what's what's unlimited? I'm curious for the house. Because unlimited for the phone is different than... I'm unlimited. I mean, data is data. Right? I'm unlimited. Data data, right? we're, we're, we're over 150, 160 a month for unlimited. But, the, what, but what does that include? That includes the the cable. That includes a phone line that we don't use. That includes the uh, the uh, the four hundred and fifty download. The the twenty megabytes upload. I mean, it's it's what it sounds like just off the off the top without me re researching anything. What it sounds like to me is a corporate bully move to push people into the next bracket. That's what it sounds like. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I it just doesn't make sense. If 5% of the population goes over 1.2 terabytes, I would assume those 5% have unlimited, right? Yeah. They move over to unlimited, right? The 95% well, don't even get close. They only use 308 gigabytes of 1.2 terabytes. But yet they're going to overcharge people if they go over. So they're, they know something. They know this something. Is, this, is, this is basically what do they call it. Well, I, I forget what the actual term is. It's been a while. And I'm, I'm, I'm a recovering COVID patient. So my brain's not working 100%. But there is a term where instead of changing something, it's, I, guess, I guess the same analogy would be like the boil the frog thing, where if you turn the temperature up slowly, the frog won't jump out. But if you do it right away, the frog knows and jumps out of the pot. Same type of premise. They're, they're, they're adjusting the populace as far as data is concerned slowly because they know that people are going to start using more data because a lot right. of people are going to be home because a lot of people lost their jobs. They're either going to be working from home. Kids are going to be home. If they do that, the lockdowns come in and people can't go out at all. Like that's a lot of data coming from the houses. So they already probably have some kind of benchmark and they're going to make you feel good about it that, I should just get unlimited because now I'm home. Right. Why do I want to pay this amount? I can just pay the unlimited right. it's like, amount. It's like a scare and tactic. Yeah. Right. 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 That's what I, that's my first thing. When something like that happens, that's the first thing that comes to mind is like, why would you make a cap? Like why all of a sudden, if nobody's hitting it, why all of a sudden are you guys yeah, drawing it, a line it, in the sand? It doesn't make any sense. Unless they want to make more money off the 5%, those 5% of people that don't have unlimited data that go over the 1.2, apparently they want them to pay for the 95 percenters, right? I mean, yeah, it, I don't think, it doesn't make sense. Don't, it doesn't make sense. But once, again, but once again, I don't look at data as water. I don't look at data as some kind of actual physical thing that moves around. We, we just can't move this kind of stuff. It's impossible. We're going to have to put bigger pipes in. Like, that's not how this goes. Yeah, the pipe goes from, from this to, to this, right? It's like a... Right. Let's, let's not forget. Let, let's listen. 
this is a whole separate conversation. I don't want to go off on a tangent. Someone put a five-minute clock on and just stop me after five minutes, okay? All right. First of all... Put five minutes on the clock for Sarge. Here but, he goes yeah, for the rant. Five, First rant right. of the day. Go, Sarge. <laughs> First of all, the Northeast is prime area where uh, communication companies have been redoing lines, putting in new fiber optics or cable lines for data. Like, they've been doing this now for about 10 years, Right. Everybody's seen a truck in New York. They're always trucks digging holes in the ground, putting in new wires, right? So they've been doing this for a while. It's not like all of a sudden we just don't have the infrastructure to handle this kind of this kind of traffic. Like that's not that's not the case. Now remember, the the most profitable companies in the planet are communication companies. Because remember, you have one of these in your pocket, and I'm going to guess maybe you're paying 100 bucks a month, maybe a little less if you're smarter. But roughly, it's about 100 we, bucks we, a month. I have unlimited right? data for that as well. Well, I'm not talking about just data. I'm just talking about communication device. So everybody on the planet's got one of these. That's 100 bucks a month, okay? And then you have to pay for the cable at your house, right? And every house has one. So it's like they make, they make bank. Basically, every month they make bank. Now, you can say all, all the stuff you guys want about, oh, all the salaries of the people and all the all that insurance and all, all the other bullshit you want to say, but communication companies make bank. That's why Viacom owns everything. Right. Okay. Right. So let's not pre let's not pretend like a, like a communication company has a lot of expenses. Right. They put some crap in the ground that stays there for about twenty years. The ones on the lines, of course, they got to fix those every once in a while because it's a storm or something happens. Like yeah, but we're still the the digging sound still happens every month. Eight eight billion, nine billion, ten billion. It's it's unlimited, okay? So to tell me that they're all of a sudden there's this, this bottleneck that we just can't move this kind of data anymore, it's going to get out of control. Like, they've already pre they're, they're, they are preparing for this type of, of thing. They are preparing to be able to, like, what, what do you think is going to happen? Like, you think that there's going to be less people on the planet or there's going to be less computers or, or less communication right. in the next 10 years? Right. It only goes in one direction. So they're they're planning and the infrastructure is being built to handle this. Now, whether the data is just flying through the air or it's in the ground on a line, it's there. Right. This is just another tactic to to squeeze you over into the next bracket. Remember, everybody paid a lot of money for cable. Everybody paid a lot of money for stuff. Then everyone started going away from it. Got your fire sticks, all kinds of little boxes you guys were putting, black market shit. My cable bill all of a sudden was 30 bucks. Communication companies are like, well, we can't have this. Right, net neutrality went through. We, right? Net and neutrality went through. So now we have to do this bundle thing. To everyone made, together everyone made a streaming in. service, right? Everyone made a streaming right. service, right? Everybody, everybody, everybody. So now we got we got to we got to hoard them back in. We right. got there's, there's too many things. We got to we got to rustle them back in, get them all back together, and control it again because that's that's what this deal is. I mean, right? th th that's th what this deal. Think is. of how this is uh, is evolved as uh, as what we've done. We, we took Fast, television. Man. We took Fast. television. We took television. We had three networks. Okay. Then oh. we had 10 networks. And now we have a, a thousand networks, right? Everyone has their own TV show and stuff. Then the internet came in. Okay. And then everyone got away from the television shows. And then everyone started making their own streaming services. And now people are trying to take all those streaming services and put them on one platform. It's called TV, right? It's like it's it's gone this whole fucking loop, and we all got and we're all ending up in the exact same space where we were before. Instead of paying for a cable bill, now you're paying up the ass for a for oh, for, for oh, an internet bill. 
Right, right. Uh, quick, quick question: Are you still staring at the same square? <laughs> yeah. Right. Does it matter? Yeah. Does it matter if it's network TV, cable TV, or streaming service? Are you still staring at the same box? Right. right. Eyeballs I, or eyeballs, I, man. I, I, I find it funny. I find it funny because my very first TV was a black and white television. I used to watch the Tonight Show and Arsenio Hall and all that stuff on my black and white TV that was the same size as my iPad right now. The only difference that's happened in 42 years is that it went from a big box black and white TV with antennas and UHF and VH, right, to an iPad. Same exact size, this thin. That's it. It's the exact same thing. I'm watching television and shows. It's just the internet now. Now there's just, I'm, instead I'm of a thousand though. channels, there's a billion channels between YouTube and all the, all the streaming services and Twitch and all. It's, it's I, insane. Do you, do you let, just, let's, let's, let's just turn it up a notch, right? Do you believe that international banking is being charged for their megabits, right? That they, right. The, the, billions, the billions of dollars of transfer of money and all those, all the, all the data that goes from one continent to the other, right? Are they getting charged the extra $150 a month because they went over on their, on their data? Okay. It's, it's that's a joke, man. It's a yeah. joke. But once again, it's one of these sectors of the industry that you have no control over. If they woke up tomorrow and said, you got to give us $200 for your internet every month, otherwise you don't get it. You guys are so ingrained into yep. the internet now yep. that it's a game like you have to have it that if they decided it's 200 bucks a month, you're going to have to just suck it up and pay 200 bucks a month because otherwise you might have to go into the fetal possession and cry, right? <laughs> because you got nothing else, you can't do nothing else. But but instead of doing it right away, they turn up the knob slow. That's true, Gator. We're not we're not we're not customers anymore. We're consumers. Yes, that's yeah. right. You yeah. consume things. You that's consume correct. you consume them. And and, yeah. and that should make you that should make you already concerned when they when your title has changed and nobody voted on it. I'm not a customer anymore. I'm a consumer. Right, right. We had no choice in the we didn't we didn't get that we didn't we didn't get to uh we I didn't, didn't get, get I didn't get a memo. No vote. I didn't get the memo. I, I didn't get a vote. Uh uh. There's, there's 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 no vote there. It was it was all of a sudden we we are uh being consumed. Um, all right, so let's go to the next story. Hold on one second. I'm trying to. Yeah, next... it'll be impossible, Sparter, to get off the grid at that point. You're so ingrained into the into, into online, you can't get off of it. So everything you do is on it. Okay, so Grand Theft Auto Six, right? We've been talking about it for the longest period of time with with leaks and stuff. This well, whole we, we mention it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. We yeah. don't we don't talk about no, it. No, because... no, we talk about it. we talk about all the leaks and stuff that are coming out. I still said, and I. I I'm right now I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the the big group. I said maybe April, right? This past year, which came and went, right? Which didn't happen. Mm -hmm. But I still have until October of next year. I have until 2021 October is when mm -hmm. I said it's coming out. I still think March of 2021 they'll start making commercials and and, and tell you that it's coming out and, and stuff like that. I forgot what I forgot what we talked about though. When is a normal release date for Grand Theft Auto? It's usually in the October area. Like August, okay. September, October type stuff. Okay. Right? Okay. So the fans of Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption or just Rockstar games in general are the best, right? I love all the conspiracy theories. One of my favorite things is when when uh, Grand Theft Auto Five came out and Mount Chiliad and the aliens and all the things and the time travel Genius. and all the stuff. And Genius. It's, it was fantastic, right? Then in Red Dead Redemption 2, 
They also continued it with the time travel, connected the two universes together. There was alien ships and stuff like that coming down. So anytime anything happens, everyone that plays Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead Redemption is, and that's part of a Rockstar fan base is like, oh, Grand Theft Auto 6 is coming. This is what happened. So Grand Theft Auto released a new trailer for their new content that's coming out for free, right? The new island content or whatever. And they put coordinates inside the video. So fans saw the coordinates, popped it into Google Maps, and when it came up, it came up to a dirt road, and the dirt road was shaped. It wasn't a clear, it wasn't clear, but it was a, it came up as a V and a 1, okay? Now, it's a dirt road out in the middle of these coordinates out there, okay? And you can see a little bit of scribble, like cars went through uh, I'm it or sorry, whatever. sorry, Mike. Some of our viewers probably have no idea what the fuck a V and an I is because they didn't oh, have Roman numerals in I'm school. I'm sorry, in Roman numerals, so yes, yes. Yeah, so a, a, a V in Roman numerals is a 5. It is a 5. And then a, and a 1, an I, uh, if it comes after the 5, after the V, right. it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a plus it's, 1, that's right? Correct. And if it's before... It's a right. it's a minus, it's a, it's a minus. one, right? So Correct. if it's before the V, it's a minus. If it's after the V, it's a plus. So it's it's Grand Theft Auto Six, right? So people now, everyone's like, "Well, these guys are idiots." The, the conspiracy theories are, are coming through, but they didn't look for this. Grand Theft Auto Rockstar gave them the coordinates, and they popped in the thing, and the map showed a dirt road with the with the numerals of of six. So. So needless to say, three people hung themselves. That's right. A, ba a baby was born. <laughs> somebody lit fire to their head, and someone just sold all their gold because they're getting ready. That's right. Right? Because that's right. ETA six is coming out. That's like, right. That's that's what's happening right but now. My, but what I really love is how passionate Grand Theft Auto fans are. They <laughs> it's look not at passionate, the bro. No, no, it's not I know. passionate. They look at anything. They're like, <laughs> there was there was an interview with the with the head of CEO of Rockstars, and his left eye was slightly closed and he was winking at us and he winked at one point at at time frame number 2152 he blinked six times six times and with was one eye open and one eye plus the thing is illuminati and illuminati <laughs> is inside grand theft auto grand theft and auto 6 is coming it's like Ro the rockstar fans like are the most ri ridiculous conspiracy people on the planet they're like it's like talking to a, a UFO flat earther and Bigfoot guy all at the same time. Okay. Rockstar people are nuts. Yeah. Nuts. It, it's, it's, it's hilarious to me. I, I love the passion. I do. I love the passion. I, cause when the game was out and people were figuring this stuff out, they're still figuring stuff out. They're still figuring things out in the game that they, they're like, did you know Bigfoot ends up in here? And the one person found this guy that this guy walks out of this door at this time frame at midnight on this day, on this only day, on this only day, on this on one time at this time. And you're like, what the fuck were you doing? Like, what was the, what was your thesis behind this? And, and, and your trial and error to try to figure this out. You know what I mean? Some people, some people, some people in GTA, they're lifers. Oh my they're God. Like lifers. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Anyway. So rockstar has now teased Grand Theft Auto six or have they, <laughs> we're still at the exact, I just thought it was a funny story that they, they've actually, uh, they, 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 they've, they've tricked themselves. Anything that rockstar does now, they're like, well, their video is six minutes long. Obviously, they're talking about Grand Theft Auto 6, right? And it's like, okay, sure, sure, okay. So sometime between now and whenever it releases, Grand Theft Auto 6 will be here, right? <laughs> it's coming. Well, Hold okay, up the well, sign. If, if, listen, if you're dropping a dirt road thing, 
then I'm going to say sometime next year is their target. Their target is next year. Right. Now we don't know we don't know how far back the the beer bug has pushed them this last year, but I'm sure it's delayed them too. I mean, the but, beer the beer bug could be because of Grand Theft Auto 6. It was mm. it was brought down by the aliens that are leaving monoliths everywhere, right? I mean, that's just that that's just it. <clears throat> I don't. I don't think so, Gator. Because if if you if you do the math, right? We we did this a couple times, right? So, GTA came out what six years ago seven, or five years seven, ago? Seven, 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 seven yeah. years ago. Yeah. And and the tail end of a game seven and twenty twenty one. The one takes away from the seven. Mm. It's six. Take, it's take it's it. Grand Theft Auto six, Sarge. Thank you. All right. It's seven seven years ago. That's basically right around the time, and this will be the eighth year coming up. Right, that's right around the time where a game would be ready to release, especially a Rockstar type game, especially of that magnitude. So, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, 2021 sounds like a good year. I, mean, I, I gotta look at our past broadcast, but I'm pretty sure we said 2021, 2022. I'm pretty sure that was our number. Yeah, I, I said, I said 2021. I think you said 2022. So, well. Uh, they're going to want to compete with Cyberpunk for sure. I mean, well, they're not really competing, right? I mean, Cyberpunk's out. That'll run the that'll run through the like the beer bug. It'll run through the population of video gamers for the next year, right? And then well, and then they'll move well, let's on. Let's figure this out though, because without going too deep, the the conversation was is that Cyberpunk is going to release single player, hmm. and then sometime after. They're putting a multiplayer in. Yeah, I would say like March or April sometime, something like that. Okay. So if that's the case, then first person cyberpunk with multiplayer, I'm not sure that means a first person shooter or how is that even going to work? There's no discussion about that yet. Or you're talking about your third person GTA game, Mm. but God knows we don't know what the direction is on that one. Like we we all know over the years that sometimes... The game could be too big. The open world could be too big. Mm. So is Rockstar going to do what they did before and make it so big it's ridiculous? Or do they scale it back but make it more detailed with more things to do in the actual city? I, I think I think they do both. I think they release the game. It'll be more dense. And they'll release it over a long period of time to make it massive. Right? Because they have to do something different than what they're doing now. And right now, GTA 5 is a pretty goddamn big area, okay? And the the content that they keep bringing out over the seven years is ridiculous. So how do they top that? They have to top it by making it more dense, like Night City. Night City is supposed to be really dense, like in... in, Right, so... Right, in in scope and in in height. It's like there's a lot of stuff to do within the city. Right. I my perception of Grand Theft Auto is gonna be, it's gonna be Vice City. Well, now we're well, the talking, that, they're my, talking that, Vice City and, and islands and islands. Well, all right, so the the southeast, the southeast area, the Caribbean islands. You know, that's my pick. My pick's gonna be a full blown thing. Now the the problem is is that the magic of Vice City was because it was in the eighties. The timeline was the eighties. So is that what they would do again? Would they go back to the '80s, just a remastered version of Vice City with extra stuff, and that's the sale point? That's the big reveal. 
because they've they've discussed over the years what city would they do that would actually impact everyone the most. Like they said London, they said Tokyo, they say all these things. But at the same time, if you've been paying attention to GTA, the the way to construct those cities in a way that makes them playable in a game world and it makes it look similar to what the city actually is, Tokyo is very difficult and so is London because everything's narrow. The roads are narrow, right? You'd have to make it. How do you, how do you have a car chase when everything's so close together? Now, I agree with that to a point, but how do you, how do you top, how do you top San Andreas? Uh, not San Andreas. I'm sorry. Uh, they, well, that's what it is. Uh, Los Santos. I'm sorry. How right. do you top GTA five? Right. So it's either got to be scope. Okay. Or it's got to be some other hook in the game, right? Where it's just uh, not, Right, because look at look at the progression. The progression was you had three concurrent stories running, right? And it was beautiful, right? Three protagonists, beautiful, right? They all had their own quirks, made the game fantastic. And then the online version, enough said, billions of billions of dollars, people throwing money at shark cards. So how how do you beat that? I I think when I see Grand Theft Auto and they break, because Grand Theft Auto, ga- game companies like Rockstar, game companies like CD Projekt Red, and now Epic are pushing the envelope of what games can do, right? So Rockstar has always been the, the top of the top. CD Projekt Red's been right there with them as far as their their last couple games is with Cyberpunk coming out. I, I think they look at what Fortnite's doing, and this is not a segue to Fortnite yet, but what Fortnite's doing as far as the way they're progressing that game, it's just a BR game, but yet they keep evolving the map. They keep evolving the story. They keep bringing in multiple things here and there. And I think Rockstar sees what they're doing and like, can we do that? Can we bring in a Vice City and then all of a sudden just bring in another like Brazil or Cuba or the world, right? Like whatever, just keep evolving it, making it bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and, and making it this MMO, making it this um, sort of like Ready Player One-esque type of thing where you're like living in that game. It's like a second life, right? Just like the game Second Life. Like if Fortnite, they did Fortnite's it dipping a into life. that, right? Fortnite's <laughs> dipping into that. Rockstar's already dipped into that as far as keeping people in their game, in their online world. Fortnite's doing that with their battle royale with these events and the different things that they're doing. Cyberpunk is going to try to keep you to do that as well, right? You're playing the single player game and they're going to try to keep you in there with the multiplayer, whatever that means. If you're working with your friends, if it's a PVP mat, whatever, if it's just an online activity after the fact. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens with, uh, with rockstar, uh, in the future. All right, let's, um, let's move on from there because Pucks fan, because I, I don't think I don't think they can keep everyone in the game forever. Like there it has to be something about the game that keeps you hooked in. Now, how do you how do you repeat GTA five, the multiplayer version? Like, how do you repeat that? Yeah. Like do you, do you just continue it? Like we just make a new city and you do it, or do they go do they go bananas? Do they make a GTA world? I think they go GTA world. I think when it first comes out, it's it's Vice City and like Cuba. And then they start bringing in... And then they just connect San they Andreas. Just start, they just start connecting the stuff that they already have. Yeah. That's how they do it. That sounds crazy. And they don't charge for it. It's free online, and they just keep charging for cars and skins and things. And I mean, 
I, I think the 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 sleeping the sleeper hype of GTA Six is is way beyond the cyberpunk hype. If you guys think that the cyberpunk hype is crazy, when they actually talk about GTA, the internet is going to explode. Well, creature, it's the top selling game ever. It's the b biggest piece of entertainment ever. Grand Theft Auto Five is the best-selling piece of entertainment in the world. Entertainment, yes. not just video game. Entertainment in the entertainment. world. Entertainment, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, answer your question, Water. I do believe that the way that CD Projekt Red made this game, barring any major issues that I'm sure can be ironed out within a couple months, I believe that that is going to set the bar for what that type of game needs to be. Yeah. Right. That's that's basically I, I think it's gonna be a definite uh a definite gear change. Yeah. Now, uh, don't forget, I think that I think that Rockstar, you know, I, I'm pretty sure they're pretty savvy. I'm pretty sure they knew about the new systems mm -hmm. when they were about coming out. And so I'm pretty sure most of these guys are are making their games bigger than what they are intended to because they knew that the hardware was gonna be there. If you've been working on a game for eight years, you're not working for it. You're not making the game look like it's going to run on the system that you're in right there. Eight years is an entire generation of game, uh, of a hardware. So you have to make it for the next one after that. So I'm pretty sure they're on the ball when it comes to those kind of things. Now, I'm thinking that Rockstar has got to be on the same level, if not better, I hate to say the word, of what, what CD Projekt Red is doing in their game. Right. So, all right, let's let's connect it now to Fortnite. Fortnite is doing doing some cool stuff. I, I said this the last couple of days. They had their live event this past week, and then th this this last event that they had. I don't know how they top as far as the IPs they had in it. They had Marvel, right? Marvel had uh, with all the characters they brought in in season four and the crossovers they had with season four. And it's just, it's been this big, huge event that happened. Well, it, it, it culminated in with the most watch. They had 15.3 million people play the game when the event was live. 15.3 million concurrent players playing Fortnite live event. Okay. They also had another 300, 3.2. 3.2 million people watched the event that weren't in the game. And and I wasn't even encountered in any of those. I didn't play it, and I didn't watch it live. I watched it after the fact. So there's God knows how many more people watched the event after the fact, okay? They had this Galactus live event that was 10 minutes long. And what they're doing with the live events, I know a lot of people are looking at it going, eh, it was okay. It was like on rails or whatever. But That was, ama that was amazing. But I showed it on stream the other day. I'm not going to show it now, but... You literally stand on the helicarrier and Galactus walks towards you and then bitch slaps the helicarrier off the map. And then everyone that was on the helicarrier flies up in the air and it becomes your own instance, basically. Then Iron Man comes, hands you a backpack. You take a backpack. Galactus sucks you into to zero point. And then it, you flash. It opens up and you're in a bus. You're in a bus that Iron Man basically modified to be a, a giant bomb. And you look out the window of the bus and there's thousands and thousands of other buses and you're all now flying the bus like a starfighter okay 
and you're fighting Galactus and you're flying towards him and there's these bots that are coming at you and you're and you're shooting them down and then you do a trench run. It's got kick-ass music playing that would get DMCA'd, okay? You're you're flying through Galactus like a trench and you're and you're fighting him and I'm like this is amazing, okay? And then at the end it just it ends. Right? And then it gets sucked in again, and then it goes black, and it says eight hours, uh, season five starts. And people are like, what the hell? What Fortnite is doing, or what Epic is doing with Fortnite, is like next level stuff, man. The way the engine works, and I've talked about Epic as far as their uh, the Unreal Engine that they're doing, with the new engine that they showcased earlier this year, uh, what they're doing with the Mandalorian show, with building the sets and stuff with that with the software. They're, they're going to be... Epic, people are looking at Epic as just a video game company. I'm looking at Epic as a whole slew of production value. And especially now, what's happening in the industry, they're prime candidates of just setting themselves up to everyone picking up the phone and going, hey, I want to use your engine to to uh, to make movie sets and stuff. You know what I mean? So it's unreal. But going back to the actual game, they've done this thing where they can literally get any anybody to come into their game so it was leaked and i think it's official now i think stealth you you said he's in the game now kratos was leaked two days ago that kratos from god of war from playstation from sony playstation is coming to the game this theme for season five they already have the mandalorian in there okay they have a a japanese animated character in there which is pretty cool she turns into this like robot or whatever it it, it looks cool right they're doing a a fantastic job there's a name for there's a name for a female character like that i don't remember i I don't i don't know her name somebody in chat knows so they have like a gladiator they have all these things so as soon as i saw kratos i go oh man they have to bring master chief in 12 minutes later on twitter someone posts that they're bringing master chief in to it was leaked okay so now they're thinking, all right, well, who else? Well, now they think that Nintendo might be giving Samus, right, from Metroid inside of the game as well. So we might we might get Metroid, we might get Master Chief, and now Kratos is in the actual in the game, right? So this is insane to me how they can pull all these different characters. And everyone's everyone's thinking, well, the only reason Master Chief was coming is because Halo Infinite. And I don't think that's right. I think it would have been a nice accompaniment where if Halo Infinite was launched and then all of a sudden Master Chief is in Fortnite, it would have been a thing. But Kratos has the game two years ago, 2018. He's in the game. Okay. Metroid's been out, you know, hasn't been out for a while. The last one I think came out two years ago as well, if I'm not mistaken, or three years ago, if I'm even longer. Okay. So if Metroid comes in, I just love what they're doing with this. I want to know how you top, okay, how you top the last season of 15.3 million viewers for the live event and people just buying up everything because it was Marvel, right? You're hitting a, a very hit like niche crew of that. Now you're going broad spectrum of all these uh, consoles and stuff. So um, the Fortnite leader claims that season four has the biggest event Epic has ever done, which is now official that it was 15.3 million people that, that watched it. And now Fortnite says they have huge announcements at the Game Awards next Thursday at 7 p.m. These Video Game Awards, Jeff Keighley's Video Game Awards, okay, is coming out. And we'll be watching it live here on, on next week as well at 7 o'clock. So next week's Generation X Gaming episode will be at 7 p.m., not at 8 p.m. So next week, it's one hour earlier. We're going to start watching the Video Game Awards show uh, on. We do it every year, okay? 
They have a big announcement. What can they announce that's going to be bigger than last season? Do they do they come out, Sarge, and say uh, Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation all join forces and we're, we're, we're taking all the video game companies and bringing them together on one platform? You know what I mean? Like, what, what do they do? What, what's the big announcement do you think that Fortnite's going to say at the Video Game Awards? All right, so one way I look at it as Epic trying to be the nexus for all these different companies and the start of collaboration is to bring in the figures and the icons of those companies and games and bring them to one point into like a shared world area to like symbolize the fact that they can work together right that's what i think epic is trying to do if i can if if every if if all the characters and skins that i can buy in fortnite or all the characters that are in any game i've ever played across any system and they all can be shared in that in that world that's that's a pretty powerful statement as far as epic's concerned because then you you make it known that you're trying to collaborate with everybody we're trying to make the games fun for everybody. Like that's what you're really trying to say. Now, if everybody goes along with it, it's something different. Maybe the other the other game companies are looking at it as like a, a gesture of good faith. Let's give them a character to put into their game. You know, let's just see what happens, right? But like Buck said, very possible Nintendo gives them a character and then bans everybody for using it. You know what I mean? Like it, very plausible. Well, crazy right. Uncle Nintendo. I, I crazy Uncle Nintendo can do whatever they want. I don't see a Mario or Luigi coming in holding an AK-47 and shooting people, right? I just don't see that. That right. The that, most violent guy that they have in Nintendo is Samus. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and even then, do you think? Do you think Nintendo wants to see Samus picking up a gun to use because she has the gun on her? On her. You know what I mean? Like she she is a weapon. So do they want her to hold a weapon? You know what I mean? I don't I don't know. It's interesting. There actually is a um let me see if I have a picture of it. I think I have a, a picture of it. I, I think it's interesting if if they do come out with always, stuff like this. I always thought Samus was Brazilian, to be honest, because when I played the original Nintendo and I solved the game in under a certain amount of time and you get her out and you get her out of the costume, she's got green hair. She's very muscular. She kind of looks like a Brazilian girl. Could be Brazilian. I mean, it's this is not this is just a picture of of it, right? But I don't see, I don't she's see. She's not a goth chick. Her running around her. with a gun when her arm is a weapon. You know what I mean? So I don't know how Nintendo's going to, um, right? I don't know how how they're going to do that. But I don't know. I think I think Fortnite or Epic comes out on stage in the video game reward show. And does something completely that we're not expecting. I think they they show that Epic for the next generation is taking the next step in this always online presence of not only a battle royale, but they've 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 dabbled with the concerts and they've dabbled with these hub worlds and they've dabbled with all these things. Yeah, precursor precursor to Ready Player One. Yeah, they, they I think they're coming out with something along the lines of Fortnite World, of Fortnite like type of thing i i don't know they stopped working on save the world right they've they've implemented these live events they're, they're live events bungie wake up you, you made us stare at a ball for five minutes okay and we, we got there five two minutes. hours i know but no it was you guys uh, the, the, the event for three hours no, no, the event was 10 minutes long 
but we stood there for three hours waiting for something to happen. Meanwhile, Fortnite knocked it out of the park, you know what I mean, in, in 10 minutes. So <laughs> Tim Sweeney kills someone on stage with a pickaxe. That's what they're doing. The major announcement, Tim Sweeney comes out and says, uh, we bought Apple. Now, that's not going to happen. Um, so I, I just think they, they come out and they announce something elevating the next the next vision that they have for Fortnite for the next generation. Right. And I think that's how they make a push to help the console sales when people can get consoles. I think that's how they help a push to make Epic the leader of what's happening in the next genre of video games. They're all trying to bring all the other consoles remember that, together. Remember that, remember, that old, remember that old cartoon where they had all the Nintendo characters together? Oh, yeah. What was that called? Right? That's the kind of feeling I get when I look at Epic and what they're trying to do. I don't remember what it was called. I know they don't have the money to buy that classic. Stop it. Apple has the money to buy them three times, four times over. <clears throat> um, yeah, so that's that's the announcement for, for Fortnite. I think they're doing a really good job, though, with the skins. Like, right now... The the loop for that. I don't even I don't even want to play Battle Royale. I just want to get the Mandalorian, which I did. I got the the I paid nine nine fifty for V Bucks that I have free anyway. Okay. I got in, got the Mandalorian, and now I'm doing bounties and stuff. I, the loop that you have, there's so much to do in a battle royale game besides the battle royale. There's there's bounties within the battle royale that you have to hunt people down and do certain things. I'm like, this is cool. I wish the battle royale wasn't part of it. I wish I was just be able to jump into the world and I almost want it to be like an open world MMO where I'm just running around grinding for shit. Okay. But it's not that game. It's a BR in the middle. So I have to kill real people and bots and then go get other things. I'm like, I get upset sometimes when I'm playing. I'm like, I'm just trying to kill this bounty over here. And this guy's coming over to kill me. Like, go fuck yourself. Go in the circle and go, go, go try to win. I'm over here playing by myself, right? Like, leave me alone. Right, like that's how I'm playing Battle Royale, even though I don't want to play the Battle Royale. So Fortnite, though, I'm uh, I, I like it. It's good. And then the competitiveness gets into me. I'm like, I'm not losing this. I was like, I'm in the top ten, baby. I'm going in. So then I get there and try to win, and then you know whatever. So you know you enjoy starting uh, at the at, at the you, yeah yeah. I, I really love staring at the goddamn ball. I was so pissed about that water. I was so pissed. The best fun I had was trying to get on the billboard to wait to see what happened with the ball. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, it was ridiculous. It was, it was, fucking, it was fucking ridiculous. All right, next story. I want to talk about Transformers. All right, there's a Transformers um, leak, per se. It's a Transformers video game coming out sometime in 2021. Okay, I'm going to read this to you, Sarge. And I want, I want you to imagine, come with me on this trip to Cybertron, okay? So, Transformers Online design as a mix of Destiny and Warframe, targeting for October of 2021 for open beta, meaning it doesn't come out till 2022, but open beta in 2021. Now, I don't know if you remember this, Sarge, but a long time ago, I said, a short few weeks after Destiny came out, I said, man, if they made this type of game, but with Marvel's, Transformers or Star Wars, I would be all over that shit. One, Marvels came out earlier this year. I'm all over that shit. If Transformers comes out and it's a it's a combination of Warframe meets Destiny, I will never ever pick up Destiny again. I just wouldn't. I'd be Marvel and Transformers, and then 
the trifecta would have to come to fruition where Star Wars would come into play. And then I'd be like, all right, that's what I'm playing for the rest of my life. I'm playing Transformers, Marvel, and Star Wars Destiny, and that's all I need. Okay. So it's been over two years since the report has announced that a new Transformers online game, a project license to uh, Li Yu. Now, the last time the first concrete details, thanks for the handful of documents, we uh, went public. The following Li Yu acquisitions by Tencent. Uh, bear in mind that these documents are a few years old now and such features concepts may have changed in some way. So Transformers Online game is powered by the Unreal Engine 4, which is good because they can update it really, really good. Okay. It's called Transformers Impact, and it was openly aiming to combine the best from Destiny, Shared Hub, and Combat Spaces, and Warframe's cooperative PvE focus, Frantic Combat. Okay, Frames and weapons, free-to-play, and live service model. Okay, Now, the document also includes plenty of the info and the backstory of the main features as they are being designed at the time. So... Gather the Transformers, venture into a cooperation, find Transformers, bring them back. Transformations. Transformation into vehicles, enhance movement and combat. Factional choices. Mission choices driven, uh, driven you towards the Autobots slash Decepticons. Dynamic headquarters. Headquarters and NPCs in variety depend on moral choices. Uh, diverse environments. Each shard is a new zone. Antarctica, Sahara, New York, etc. Characters, starting with just a single playable Transformer, it's up to you, the players, to rebuild the Transformers' persistence on Earth. Okay? Collection. Players will collect new Transformers through gameplay or purchase. Unique. Each playable Transformer has a unique playstyle and abilities. New characters. Each playable Transformers is designed to fit ability sets. Next section. Combat and movement. Fast-paced combat and movement design showcase the power and speed of Transformers. Feel the power. Fight hordes of enemies and quickly dispatch them. Jump around the battlefield. Quick traversal options. Add tactical options. Deep combat system. Main weapon, utility weapon, melee, unique abilities. Okay. Next section. Abilities. Okay. Archetypes define a Transformers abilities. Movement speed, base health armor, and initial weapon loadout. Offense is... Hit fast, move faster, prioritize damage over survivability. Defense, lock down, areas through damage, mitigate of massive firepower. Support, assist teammates in combat, healing, shielding, damage boosting, etc. Control, uh, debilitates the enemies, shields drain, armor removal, and slowing, etc. Okay, next section, transformation. Quick transformation in and out of vehicles adds to the power and speed of the combat. Instant abilities, transform, execute abilities when transformed back and push uh, a push of a button. Traversal, ground, aerial, and beast movement modes create new opportunities, meaning Beast Wars is also inside of it. Okay, next section, Transformers HQ. From the ruins of Earth, the Transformers rebuild their headquarters, which serves as a gathering place for Transformers and human alike. Together, they fight to survive. I, get, I feel division type of feel there with like the White House and you're like rebuilding the White House or uh, Grand Central Station. Gameplay hub. Return after a mission to craft, customize, upgrade, or purchase, etc. Interact with key characters. You're going to like this, Sarge. Main Transformers in HQ give advice, quests, and etc. Factional choices. Players choose between Autobots and Decepticons as quest givers. Dynamic HQ, 
HO uh, changes as you rebuild and make factional choices. Social experience, see and interact with other players. Now, the main characters in this Transformers game, uh, the main characters in the Transformers universe will join the fight for survival. Mentors in HQ give players the advice and quicks uh, and, and quests back at HQ. Fight with you. Join the fight alongside players on custom missions, meaning Optimus Prime tells you to do something, and he's like, come along, and he's he's next to you fighting inside certain missions, or Bumblebee, or Soundwave, or Megatron, right? Unique missions that allow you to play as key characters. You also get to play certain missions where you get to be the main characters, right? Not only your own character, but you get to control Optimus Prime or control uh, Megatron on a fight, right? Long-term play, it says that Transformers Impact combines addictive combat with long-term RPG systems to keep players entertained for years. Collect, level, and customize. Build your army of arsenal. Craft, deep crafting system drives long-term goals and new content, new goals, playable Transformers, weapons, shards, and missions. I know I just threw a whole bunch of fucking information at you, okay? What do you think of this game besides, we'll have to see. Okay, first of all, <clears throat> first of all, very, very, very ambitious. Now, the one thing I'm thankful for is regardless of my age, my imagination still works very well. And so while you were reading, I was trying to see the game play in that way that you were speaking and how it would play out. Did anyone ever play uh, War for Cybertron or Fall of Cybertron? Yeah. Did, yeah. Anybody, did anybody play one of those? Now, they're not, they weren't like the most amazing things ever, but the five-on-five -five combat that you could run around and transform really quick in and out and get different abilities if you were a vehicle or robot, I thought was done very well, and it was very fast. If they're able to do something similar like that, but a more layered onion... And done with the right Transformers with different skins, maybe from different time periods that you want to do, like really future or movie or old they, style. They, they gotta or, be G1. However, they gotta be well, G1. I, I agree with you, but they're gonna give people options. If you don't want to look like a G1 guy, you want to look like another guy from the movie, I'm sure that's an option. That's a skin. I'm sure that's a thing, right? For me, I I would probably if if it was half as good as Destiny, I would probably stop playing Destiny altogether. Right, right. But but the key word there half as good as destiny and that's my point i've said this all the years right marvel is not as good as destiny no but i'm enjoying marvel much more than i'm enjoying destiny right well, you, you, to be fair right I, yeah, suffering, fatigue, yes burns, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah everybody gets burned out you're not gonna play, listen do i play any more driving games no do i play any more fighting games do i play any more sports games right right I mean, we we have played those games for a long time, a long time. Okay, I played every Gran Turismo. Okay, I, I played them all. Right, so it's not like you hate them. It's the the endorphins that are released in my brain don't release when I play those games anymore. So I just don't play them. Mm. It's not because I don't hate them or I don't like them. It's because I don't get my fix. I don't get a fix from that. Right, I get a fix from first-person shooters, RPGs, action RPGs, uh, 
multiplayer games. I I got to be involved. Something has to make me feel involved. I I don't like the way they tease you with all this stuff, but I, we did talk about that for the amount of time that Destiny has been out, companies out there have been watching and learning and seeing how people react and seeing how people play these games. If they've done their homework and they do it correctly and they stop trying to make an MTX shit fest out of it, you'll get the money from the people. If the game is good, right. you'll get the money. Uh, I just made a I game. Wanna, I, I want to know when this game is supposed to come out. It's supposed to be out. Well, it was supposed to be out already. It was, well, let's not talk about that. Well, no, no, but it was supposed to be out already. But now they've pushed it back to October of 2021 as beta. Open beta October of 2021, sometime releasing in uh, sometime releasing in 2022. They gotta listen. A, a game like that, it's a free to play game. I uh, you could tell already it's gonna be bad news. If if it's Warframe, that's that's what they're I, going with. They're going with the Warframe mentality. I, I get it, but you have to make the the layers of the onion have to be good, right? You're, you're out of the talking gate. about they have to be good out of the gate, right? You're talking about factions immediately. Like you can't start. People can't get on their uh, on Reddit and Twitter and start crying that I I want to be a Decepticon and I can't hang out with my Autobot friends because we're on two different. No, 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 factions. no, no, like, no, no. That's, They 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 like, say they say in the thing I didn't read it, but the factions are actually working together. They're working together to. There's these uh, a, a, a shard that another, breaks down. Uh, the shard that breaks down and falls on Earth. Okay, your job as the Transformers, Autobots, or Decepticons is to work together to take out the other other villains that are coming out of the crystals and stuff like that. So there's an alien race attacking Earth. And uh, let me see if I can find it. I'll, I'll read it to you. Go ahead. Keep continue, continue, continue. It's very difficult. You can't tell me that they're going to hang out together. Like it, this just doesn't the way it's not the way it works. I understand that you're you're making a scenario where they can work together, but like the faction is the faction. They weren't buddy buddy. Now the question you you, you said a couple things there in the middle. Do, do I get to make my own transformer? Yes. Or am am I one of the transformers? No, you get to make your own transformer. So there's gonna have to be subcategories. Am I a car, or a plane, or a motor? Like, yeah, that's what they said. Right, you, you you'll be able to traverse as a car, a aerial, or as an animal. Right. So you get you're gonna pick a type of transformer, yep. and then you have to pick the type of weapons your guy will have on him. Yes. But like, where it sounds good on paper, where is the variety of weapons come in to know? what I'm trying to strive for. If I can only have so many abilities and so many weapons, you're going to be unlocking. What? Well, here's another thing. The way I got it, when they say Warframe, I think you're going to be unlocking other transformers as well. Like you get to make your own and then you're going to unlock other Warframes or other transformers as you go. And then they'll have their certain abilities. Certain, is there going to be, stuff. is there going to be like a, a, a sign up beta for this kind of game? Do you think I would hope so? I think I want to sign up for this one. So here's the story. Many years in the future, an Angus, a massive alien superweapon, drifts into the solar system. Uh, the Autobots and Decepticons wage a fierce battle for control of the derelict weapon. The battle ends in a massive explosion, dismantling both the Transformers' forces and scattering the, the uh, get, Angus, 
It's A-E-G-I-S. Aegis. Aegis. Into a massive shards. Their shards rain down on Earth with devastating impact, instantly corrupting the land that they fall on. Now, with the combined faith of the Transformers and humanity, threatened the Autobots and Decepticons must band together from a small, desperate outpost and fight for survival against the corruption brought by the shards of, you know, of Aegis. So, that's what it is. All right, so, so for me, for this game to be long-term playable the ai has to be done correctly to where the enemies are attacking you and transforming and using abilities against you it just can't be i'm a target standing there waiting to die right if the ai is good and you can make it like a team type of game not like i'm sorry not team game but like like your your team like two is it going to be like do they mention if it's like two-player team a three-player team a four-player doesn't say anything about I'm, that I'm, yet I'm a, no it doesn't say anything like that <clears throat> it, it says it's gonna take the, the i agree with you charles i agree with you but it does it does give me a little itch a little 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 itch when i hear stuff like this because my imagination still works it's not it's not suppressed and broken it just says like cooperative my pve focus frantic combat frames and weapons free-to-play mm -hmm. live service model okay once again i try not to be negative and i will say what i say in this situation it sounds very ambitious right i want to see a beta i want to sign up for the beta i got to see it i've seen a lot of transformer games try and go i right? I, I can tell you right now beta 2021 release 2022 one year later probably but by the time it comes out and gets everything in the game that it needs to be good it'll be 2023 at least it'll be a year after it launches Okay, so from when beta comes out to when year two starts of the actual game, it'll be two years from beta to the second year coming into the thing. So one year beta, one year fully released, then it'll actually be a, 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 a decent game. I mean, it's it sounds it sounds intriguing. I mean, I'm excited for it. If, it, if it's exactly what it says and it does Destiny half of what destiny is but in the transformer universe that's that's the biggest thing right the ip of destiny i'm like learning as we go and it's such a snail pace i made a joke about it yesterday if it's like me reading a book to my son about like harry potter but i only read one page every day it would take me fucking forever to go through all the novels with him all right because it's such a slow pace of way they tell the story transformers you bring transformers in it takes place in the future I already know the past, right? I already know the cartoon. I know the comics. I know all the stuff about Transformers. So I already have an establishment of what's going on. Now they're giving me new stuff. So I'm already invested in that in that world, in that universe, where Destiny is getting me invested and getting me into the universe, but it's at a snail's pace of what it's, what it's trying to do, right? Same with Marvel. I already know the backstory of the Marvel characters. Now they're telling me new stories of the characters in the Marvel universe. Right. See, I, I think of all the different possibilities, how to make your guy look. I mean, it, the possibilities get overwhelming, like what you can actually make your guy look like. Like, what are the types of frames and things and body styles you'll be able to pick? Like it, you could, you, we could go in forever. Like, is there, is there, is there set amounts of different frames? Does it, can you make your guy different heads? Are the heads going to be one of these things where you only have three heads to pick from, hmm. but the other 10 you have to buy? Like, there's so many avenues we're talking about here. Like, that's, is that's, it, that's true, Phoenix. Two years from now, Lightfall will be out. So that we'll be in 
year eight, nine of 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 destiny. Right. Not to mention, not to mention, you're gonna have probably uh, cyberpunk still probably going on. You're gonna have GTA is gonna be out by then. Like this, when you come out with a game like this, it's gotta be good. You're, you're gonna have a Madden 2023. Oh right, I forgot about that Madden 23. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, uh, Giant. Uh, it's it's a free to play game. It's a it's a free to play live service model. So you won't be it's not your your type of tea right it's not your cup of tea so but he, but, he, but he wants it to be because he likes transformers he i know tell, but by the way he keeps talking about but, it but but you don't want it to be a live service game it's already at you're you're already you're already out you're already out because that's exactly what it is i can't wait for the day that these uh speculations are are, are commonplace dude <laughs> our record's pretty good gator what, what our, do you mean speculations? I we're, we're literally just talking about the facts that they're giving us from the of the of the game. Yeah, he just read, he just read off a twab is what he did. Yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't make he up didn't make any of this up. stuff. I didn't make up no, any no, of this he stuff. Didn't, he didn't make that up. Gator, do you think he made that up? All that stuff he was reading off? No, that's real. Yeah, this is this is not a speculation. Why does everything have to be a live service? Because game companies. Yeah, because game companies. If I make one game and, bucks, bro. and it's a single player game, it takes me for three years or four years to make it. That's it. I'm done. Todd Howard said it the best, right? Todd Howard said it the best. He goes, because they're losing engagement. There's people still playing Skyrim 11 years later. They're still playing Skyrim. They're not making money off those people. That's why they had to put the store that's why they had to make the, the. That's why they had to make a live service game. That's why they had to make a, th because they're not making money once they put it out there. They make the initial money and then it's nothing until their next product comes out. Now they want to make the money in between once they launch it to the next location to the to the next game. So, that's why they do it. <clears throat> that's why Cyberpunk's doing it. Cyberpunk is doing. They said they're going to do it, you know, respectfully. They said for the for the, for price. I hope they pull it off, Gator. I hope Listen they pull up. it off. But you know, you know us. We're 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 here until until it comes out, and then we'll be like, well, I told you so. <laughs> I told you so. Like I'm excited for it. I'm I'm excited for Transformers. I'm excited for the Marvel game to be better. I'm excited if they ever come out with a Star Wars game, just like Destiny. Right? I'm excited. If they make No Man's Sky, Star Wars sold. Right? You see what I'm saying? I already know Tatooine. It's a sand planet on on, on No Man's Sky. Is just a sand planet. But if it's a Star Wars No Man's Sky and I go on the sand planet, it's Tatooine. Oh, look, that's where the Sarlacc pit is. Oh, that's Mos Eisley. You see what I'm saying? There's a completely different thing when you, when you, when you get into it. I, I Listen, I, 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 I'm only jaded because I've been shit on for 15 years, right? I didn't start off this way. It's because I kept buying garbage and learning that I just bought another piece of garbage. So every time they promise me something, you know, the little kid in me still says, oh, that sounds pretty cool. That sounds like that might be good. Let's let's see what happens next. Let's see what happens. I don't I don't I don't want to be jaded. OK, but that's the way the system works now. Right. The, the promised land that is billboards and videos and this is how it's going to look. And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you get it. and You're like, this is nothing. This is a, this is a this is a just it's trash. It's really trash. But I, I, I got to give them benefit. I give them benefit of the doubt. I give you enough rope to hang yourself. That's how I do it. Yeah. I give you enough rope yeah. to hang yourself. I, I can't say every time I see a, 
I, the only company right now where if they come out with something, I don't even look at it anymore, is EA. I don't care what they do. I don't care if they slap the, my my dream girl naked on a cover box and then give a title of a game on it. I don't give a shit. If I see the EA logo, I don't even look at it anymore. Like, like that's that's the genius of EA's marketing. They have they have put it into my head now that you're a piece of shit company with piece of shit employees and piece of shit uh, managers. I don't give a shit about you anymore. I don't care if you make the greatest first person shooter ever. I'm done with you. Um, that didn't happen in a year. The developer, it doesn't say the developer. It it says that um, the developer is Lee Yu. It's a, a company acquisition by Tencent. And the people that are helping them make it, they brought in some people. Hold on, I'm trying to find it. I'll tell you right now, if there's not any Asian guys working on this Transformer game, I don't want to play it. No, no, it's a, it's a it's an Asian company. Um, yeah. So there better also... be all Asian names when I look at that when I look at that skill with that list. So they they've teamed up. It says Lee Yu invited one of its premier development studios, Splash Damage, which has done Dirty Bomb, Batman Arkham Origins, and more recently Gear Tactics and the upcoming Outcasters to help with the final phase. Um, so it, it, it that's all it says. It doesn't really say. So it's it's Lee Yu, um, is the is the actual. I don't know what they've done. Yeah. Well, what isn't a ten cent game now? I mean, technically Fortnite's a ten cent game, right? I mean, ten, ten, ten cent is basically the Viacom of games, right? Of game uh, of game corporations. Like nobody knows what ten cent owns, but rest assured, ten cent owns it. Yeah. All right. So let me go to this next story. Uh, Bioware. It's about Bioware. Take it easy, guys. Here it comes. Are you ready? I can hear the uh, the Death Star. Woo! Woo! Like, uh, red alert happening here. Bioware's Katie Hudson, Mark Daria to leave studio. All current projects plan to continue. Okay. Bioware's upcoming project like Dragon Age 4, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, will continue as planned. EA has announced that Katie Hudson, the general manager of BioWare, and Mark Daria, the executive producer of upcoming Dragon Age, will be departing the company. All currently ongoing projects, including Anthem Next, the next Dragon Age, and the Mass Effect, the Legendary Edition remastered, among them, will continue as planned despite the leadership shifts. Now, Samantha Ryan will continue to oversee the studio, while Kristen Daly... Uh, Christian Daly, who joined Bioware from Blizzard, will now be leading the Dragon Age project as ex executive producer, with Matthew Goldman remaining as the creative director on the project. And the Mass Effect collection will continue to lead by Mike Gamble, as the team also remains hard at work on the future of that franchise. Now, this marks Hudson's second departure from Bioware after his first left in 2000 studio in 2014 and announced a new position at Microsoft in 2015. Hudson rejoined Bioware in 2017 when the GM uh, Flynn stepped down. While the company ser uh, searches for a new GM, Gary McKay, the senior director of development operations, will account as an as an interim uh, studio GM. They will all, quote this will always be an important part of the studio history. We appreciate their many contributions and will also look forward to seeing what they for each do next. Lauren Mills, chief studio officer of EA, said that this in statement announcing the duo's departure. Quote, it's not as easy a decision to make. The big changes like this always come with a certain degree of sadness. I will miss being able to work every day with our inspiring developers on the biggest and most exciting projects, and I can imagine. But I also know this is a good time for a change for both myself and Bioware, Hudson said in a post. Now, his ass got fired. 
Daria's ass got fired. They got let go. Okay. Now, I look at what Anthem was and what they changed. And I don't want to say it's their fault, but you got to blame somebody. And these are the heads of the game. They moved Daria from, from Dragon Age over to Massif- uh, I'm sorry, over to Anthem to help. Uh, Katesy Hudson and uh, I forget the other guys that left already. There's like two guys that already left. They quit though. They, they on their dime. These guys got let go. They got let go because apparently th- there's some problems going on more, right? That we'll probably find out later on a Jason Schreier interview uh, or or something. Uh, we'll will report something. But Dragon Age is using the same engine as Anthem. Remember, they said they were using the same the same uh, thing. And the reason Anthem didn't work is because they were using the Frostbite engine, and now they're using the Frostbite engine for Dragon Age. Well, what? Whose idea was it to only use the Frostbite that's, that's engine? EA. That's EA's Thank decision. You. Yeah. Well, EA Thank owns you. Bioware, so they have to do what the what the owner says. Go okay. ahead. So they they got rid of them. Maybe, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Maybe Casey Hudson and and Mark Daria were the problems with Anthem. Maybe they were the problems with what's happening right now with Dragon Age. And before Dragon Age comes out, they're like, let's cut our losses and then start fresh because we don't want an Anthem again. Well, why don't you give me the two guys that got fired? Why don't you give me their resume, what games they've made? And I'll oh, let you well, know I if it's their it. fault and, and it's if it's their fault or not. Well, they've been, they've been with Bioware for a really long time. Here, yeah. let me see what my, I- my guess is is they didn't want every title that, that that those guys made to turn into a games as service or microtransaction nightmare run by EA. And so they fought them the entire time, and that's why they got fired. <clears throat> Mark Daria, he's worked for... Um, Mark Daria's executive producer of Dragon Age franchise has been with the gaming industry veteran since 1997. He programmed most of the combat systems in the original Boulder's Gate. He's credited executive producer on Dragon Age Origins, Dragon Age Dawn of Seekers, Dragon Age Inquisition, and both the project director and executive producer of Dragon Age 2. So that's what he's done. He's done all Dragon Age stuff. Okay. Okay. Uh, Casey Hudson. Give me a second. Sorry. Casey Hudson. Um, Let's see. Casey Hudson. Uh, Canadian video game developer known as for his work in several Bioware video games, mainly Mass Effect Trilogy, as a game director. Uh, and his so he's worked on, he's worked on uh, MDK Two, Baldur's Gate Two, Neverwinter Nights, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, Jade Empire, Mass Effect One, Mass Effect Two, Mass Effect Three. So basically, he's worked on I don't know. One of my favorite not- series of, of 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 all time with Mass Effect. I'm not- and, I'm and not Knights blaming of the Republic. No, no, there's no, there's no way I'm blaming them for the the failure of Anthem. I can pretty much guarantee you that EA wanted the uh, EA wanted this, and they were like, "We don't do that. That's not how we make games. This is how we're making games now." And, and they, they were like, they're, and they fought them the whole way, and finally they got rid of them. Yep, they, that's they, they're, they're basically me. I would be the same way. I'd be like, "No, this is what this doesn't work," and they, I would fight and I would get fired. I. That's that's exactly how it would happen. Right. And that's why I want <laughs> EA to burn. Yeah. So they they're literally, they're literally burn. They're no longer with BioWare and they both have been with BioWare. Casey Hudson left and then came back, but they've both been with BioWare for many 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 years and now like, they're leaving. Did, did Hudson have a stroke? Went crazy? I decided to go bananas? 
No, I don't think so. I don't think someone who made the greatest games of all time in the last 15 years mm-hmm. right. is at fault, right? They probably fought him until the end. They got to get rid of him. So right? I, this right here, fine. this right here, I'm, I'm staying far, far away from Dragon Age. Far, far away from Dragon Age and anything else that EA is coming out with from the Bioware studio. Because now there's basically nobody left at Bioware that made any of those games before. KOTOR. No. It's all the new Dragon it's all Age, the new, Mass Effect. We have, a, we have a new vision, bro. That's what yeah. they're going to tell you. We are now, uh, We have a new vision at our company of what we're going to do. Oh, so everything's a games of service with microtransactions? Yeah, yeah. That's the vision. I can pretty much guarantee you that's the vision. Listen, we, we could talk about this every week. Okay, we'll talk about it every week. Why would you redo a game that released and died unless you were going to put microtransactions and games as service uh, 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 attributes in your game? Right. Like, why Why would you fix Anthem? Why, would it, why wouldn't Anthem just go away like Lawbreakers? We made a game, nobody wanted to play it, and it went away. Okay? No. They said we spent too much money on Anthem. We have got to find a way to show to show something for it and so they are going to try to make it into whatever they have to in order to squeeze the tit of the consumer to get their money back otherwise why wouldn't you just let the game go right well, well it's just it, it's just a product right bro yeah it's just a product if the product if the product wasn't good we just move on to the next product right that's what they do with every these all these other games that come out and they don't do well they just move on yeah. But apparently somebody somebody in the Anthem line is like, we spent too much money on this game. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. The direction that they're trying to go. I mean, big, I don't even know. If a new Mass Effect comes out, like a brand new Mass Effect, I might have to pass because I, I don't trust the developers that are making the games right now at Bioware, right? Anthem, even if it comes out and it's like the, the, the next greatest game ever with a comeback... They still sold you a game that was broke at the at at the start, right? Marvel's on the same path. Marvel's on the same path, and it's a great segue to go from that to Marvel, right? So Marvel, right now, Marvel Avengers still hasn't earned back its own development costs. I don't believe this for one second because I don't believe we know what the actual price is. We have speculations of what the sales were, but we don't know the actual sales based on physical based on digital, we don't know, okay? There's an estimate based on trophies, okay, from PlayStation, from Xbox, and and achievements and stuff, and they say they sold somewhere between 3.2 and 3.5 million copies. Now, there was reports before, a couple weeks ago, that said that Marvel Avengers uh, is upwards of of $190 million, and I can tell you the game, just by the game itself, there's no way that game cost $190 million when you look at games like Cyberpunk, uh, uh, Star Citizen, uh, Grand Theft Auto was $250 million, okay? And what you got from that game and what you got with this game, it's not even in the same fucking ballpark, okay? I would say this game is roughly around $100 million to $120 million, uh, $120 on the high end, okay? Now, that's not saying advertisement and stuff included, right? So they might have they spent a shit ton on advertisement now. If they did, they're idiots because it's fucking Marvel. You didn't have to advertise that much with Marvel. You could just say, hey, we have a Marvel game, and boom, you would have people coming to it, okay? So if they spent that much money anyway, 
there's been a lot of different stories, a lot of different things that saying, well, they, they lost $64 million. And here's, here's what happens. I gave the example the other day. If I bought a PlayStation right now on the market for $500, okay, I paid $500. Now I'm selling PlayStation 5 for $1,800, but no one wants to buy it for $1,800. I only sold it for $1,000. And then I come out with a report saying I lost $800 on my PlayStation. No, no, I didn't lose $800. I gained $500 off of it, but I'm going to report to you that I lost. All right. The licensing, though, uh, little John is not going to be that big. It's a it's a it's it's a license. It's not a contract for 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 eternity. It's a two-year contract or whatever. It happens all the time, right? There's no way in hell Marvel's charging them 80 million dollars to do a licensed game for Marvel, especially when they're doing cross promotion and stuff, right? So you're telling me right now Epic for one season for 12 weeks paid uh, $80 billion or $80 million, sorry, $80 million for a license for, for a season? Come on. Okay. The, the one the one I don't believe at all is you're telling me that, that uh, I can't speak my brain. I cannot believe that Marvel's Avengers cost more to make than GTA Five. No you way. You can't tell me There's that. no way. You can't tell me that. Not in any way, shape, or form is that game. No, there's, there's no way. There's no way it costs anywhere well, near $200 how much, million. Dollars. How much? How much did GTA cost to make? To uh, make about two hundred and fifty million, a little over two hundred fifty million dollars. Right, and you're going to tell me that Avengers was a buck ninety? Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! Right, it's 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 that's that's one thing. But now <laughs> let's let's turn to another thing here, right? So Avengers just came out with their weekly update, and now we're all waiting. The people that are still playing the game, which I'm I'm enjoying very much. Okay, that Marvel. Avengers was supposed to have an update today, and we were waiting to hear about the cloning labs, but nothing happened, right? Nothing happened. And now on, on Twitter, they said, update on Omega level mission, uh, uh, threat missions. We're excited for Kate Bishop to join Marvel Avengers and can't wait to, for her to play on December 8th. So she's still coming out December 8th. Now, while her unique combat and operations have, are complete, the Omega level version of the super adaptoid mission and aim clone labs are going to need a little bit more time to polish which is new content, which is not coming out right now. We're looking forward to getting into the game as soon as possible, and we'll share the update when we have it. The story version of the Super Adaptoid mission will still be available for Kate's operation on December 8th. Here's my biggest question, okay? This is just another speed bump in the, in the, in the road here of their launch. The game came out. It's a fun game. It is a game. It's got a lot of good qualities to it, but it was a broke game when it launched. Massive problems, glitches and bugs and crashes and everything, okay? There's still things that are happening. I had Hulk grab onto a wall, and he was stuck, and then he started sliding off the wall, and then he just started moving across. I was like, what is happening, right? So Kate's coming out on Tuesday. But the cloning labs that was supposed to come out before Kate, not my words, theirs, they said that cloning labs is coming out before Kate because it's part of her story. It's not coming out now. The Super Adaptoid mission is not coming out now, but the Super Adaptoid mission is in the single-player story. Now, here's where I have a problem. Right now, as it stands in Marvel Avengers, when you complete the campaign, you can't go back and play the campaign. Okay, the campaign is done. Okay, so I can't play the boss fights again of, like, MODOK and, and, and the Abomination fight that I had and, and Taskmaster on the Golden Gate Bridge. You can't, you can't have those fights again, okay? Because they're quick time events and whatever not. 
what's going to happen? I, I play Kate on Tuesday. I play the story. I do my uh, I do the campaign if it's an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever it is for the for the story, if that. I'm done with the Super Adaptoid mission, and now the Cloning Labs doesn't come out, or the Adaptoid mission comes out for how long? A week? Two weeks? Three weeks? We're waiting three months now for content that they told us was coming into the game because the Cloning Labs was in the game three weeks after the game came out because when the game launched, they said that the Cloning Labs will be in a couple of weeks after, or a few weeks is what they use, a few weeks after launch. A few weeks happened. It was in the game by accident. It was only one group or two groups got to play it. One got to finish it. One got nothing, okay? And it's been gone for two and a half months. Here we are. It was supposed to come out before Kate Bishop, and now it's delayed. What do you think, Sarge? Is do you think this is just another nail in the coffin, or do you think this is just nothing? It's <clears throat> it's no big deal. And now that you can play Kate, but there's no new content. You're playing the same old content with a new character. Well, the problem the problem that I have with with this type of game is is that they're. And I'm trying to put it in perspective in their mindset. In their mindset, they believe if they're not constantly telling you what's going to come out and when, they're afraid that people are not going to come back when they actually finish something and release it. Rather than just shutting up, go into your hole, fix whatever you got to do, finish whatever you have to do, and then come out with a grand gesture of, we're done. We're ready. Here it is. Here's a little trailer. Like, that's how you do it. But instead, they're so up in your face about having to tell you everything because they're afraid that the Twitter bots and everybody else who fucking talks in social media is going gonna, is gonna to cancel them before they get a chance to get the game out. This is the problem I have with today's games. Is it done? No. Shut up and finish your game. I don't want to hear about when it's coming out and you still don't know when it's coming out. Oh, it's coming out next week. Oh, no, no. it's coming out three weeks from now. Oh, no, no, it's coming out early January. Like, shut up. Just shut up, right? If the game is good, I, I, I have this from experience. I heard this from about maybe a couple million people over the years, right? If a game is good, other people talk about it, and then everybody wants to play it. That's right. how it goes. Is yeah. the game good? Oh, yeah, it's a good game. You, you should get it, right? Or you, or you should try it out. Or you should get Game Pass and try it out. Like, just shut up and make your game. This constant tiptoeing around their their fans who shit on them every moment they get, every time they say something and they say it's going to come out and it doesn't come out, another wave of shit comes on them because, oh, we're not getting our stuff. We're right. not getting our stuff. We're not getting our stuff. Well, just just wait. To be fair, they never said when Clone Labs is coming. They just said it's coming out before Kate. But now, literally on the day where an update was supposed to come out, we're all expecting the Clone Labs to be on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, because they said it only happens on the weekend. It's coming out before Kate comes out. Well, Kate comes out on Tuesday. So we were like, all right, so reset, Cloning Labs, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Kate, right? Well, now nothing's there. I'm just worried that now Kate comes in on Tuesday, and there's nothing new to do besides her story campaign, which could be an hour, could be two hours, you know, whatever don't it bet. is. Don't bet on it. Yeah, but then you can't even play it afterwards. You can't play it again. Based on the single-player missions now, you can't go back and play those stories again. So I get to play the Super Adaptoid mission one time with her, and then I have to wait 
a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month? Like, what am I waiting? You know what I mean? And that's what I have a problem with. Well, once again, they all want a piece of the Warframe, of the Destiny, of the Division. They all want a piece, but nobody's willing to make an entire actual thing before they release it. Yeah. Because in their minds, like everything else, we can just fix it later. We can just fix it later. We'll just keep them on the hook. We'll just keep them on the hook and we'll fix it later. Don't worry about it. If the game isn't done, finish your game. It's this is not this is not hard. All right. This is not hard. If you if, if you got a contract and you got characters to release and stuff's supposed to come out regardless, and you're just now you're working on a skeleton crew because your release wasn't good enough. Now you're trying to keep people on the hook for an extra six months because you're right. because you don't know what's gonna happen. How about this? How about you just fix it? Shut up about it, right? If the game is done, for some strange reason, when a game is done, people start to play it. I know it's fucking amazing. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it or how to even talk about it on the air. Like, if the game is fucking done, people go out and try it. Like, oh, is this game done? Oh, I'm gonna go try it. It's, it's a good game, right? Instead, we have to play this other game inside the game, which is the waiting game. I'm on. I'm unhappy. It's the waiting because game. I I paid sixty dollars. I played a full campaign. I leveled up six characters to one hundred and fifty, and now I deserve something. I deserve something. Somebody has to give me. Why do you deserve it? I'll tell you why they deserve it. Because they don't shut up about what is coming out next. Right. And that's what they think they deserve. Right. Right. You said everything that they. If I take it literally, and if all lies are equal, if they said all the stuff that we're coming out with up until this point is going to be free, then you just need to shut up, go play and, something else, right, and wait until their game is done. Yeah, I, that's there's not you're not entitled to shit. No, but it's not right? about being entitled. They keep telling us that now it's coming out, but then it doesn't come out. The game, the game that they advertise, and the game that you played, you've played it. Oh you yeah, played the sixty dollar game yeah. that they came out with. The stuff that comes out after that is free, that you don't have to pay for, that they keep talking about every <laughs> fucking week, okay, is zero dollars. And somebody out there thinks that you're they're entitled to that right fucking now. Hmm. Wait for the game to be done. This is not difficult. In 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 the world though, here we're switching we're switching from Marvel to Sea of Thieves, right? So Sea of Thieves, when it first came out, I play tested that game for two years, beta tested it for two years, a year and a half, almost two years. Uh, when I was playing the beta test, I was like, oh man, this is a fun game. But it was a beta at the time, or alpha, and then a beta, and I was like, I was like, oh, they'll fix it before it comes out, and they'll put more content in before it comes out, and then it got closer and closer and closer. And when it launched, I was like, this is the same as the alpha I played, which is the same as the beta I played, which was two years prior to when it came out. Well, then it came out and it was a slow start. People liked it, but people were like, oh, it's, a, it's a shell of a game. Here we are two years later, two years, two and a half years later. Okay. And the game has completely changed. And now they're changing it yet again. Okay. So they're changing but they're, they're almost doing the Fortnite mentality of they're going to be putting a battle pass in. Okay. You knew it was coming sometime, right? What I find, what I find interesting is that they made a PVP battle Royale type of game uh, arena, right? For the, where people go play, but they're not supporting it anymore right now. They said they're putting it on the back burner 
and they're 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 leaning more towards the adventure stuff in the regular world okay but they're also putting a battle pass in there and i don't know how much the battle pass costs they don't tell us yet or anything like that but there's a new progression system so there's a free line there's a premium line just like in in in, in fortnite right so you can pay or play for free like, like dauntless and everything else i always said games that do, games of service to need to do two things respect the player's time and intentionality for the thing and in, in sea of thieves if i get in i'm like hey i want to play sea of thieves i jump into the game i get on my sloop i'm by myself right so automatically everything i do is double the time or triple the time because i have to go find the thing dig it up run back if i find another one run back run back run back run back and then sail back okay let's say i have an hour of time i want to play okay player's time respect the player's time great i get in i get in my boat i'm like all right i'm gonna go do a map i go across no one touches me. I get on the field. I dig up all the treasures. I get them back to my boat. Player's time, an hour. I go all the way. I'm trying to go back. And all of a sudden, a ship comes along, sinks my ass, steals my steals my shit. Done. 55 minutes. And I literally have zero to show for it except for me going, I'm not going to play this game again because of that experience. Okay? Now, obviously, if you can fight back and the adventure that's happening there and stuff like that. But... In the new system, with the free season pass, I get on, I go do the exact same thing I'm doing, I might dig up a, a chest, ding, you've leveled up, you got experience, so now you unlock level one, right? You get a, you get a, a skin, or you might get rewards, or, or resources, or whatever, okay? And then I'm traveling back, I still get killed, I lose the treasure I have, but I made it to level two, or level three, and I get free coins or whatever or faction points or whatever they put on their on their battle pass that solves the problem of respect the player's time and intentionality right i'm sailing and the gold gets me cosmetics but just playing the game also gets me stuff right so they're 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 fixing that that mentality of 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 stuff right so i'm like i'm like okay but now that you're not now that you're not doing any more arena stuff, that means PvP is going to slowly die down, and they're going to come back into the the adventure world, and PvP numbers are going to go back up, and then people are going to start killing more people, and more people are going to get frustrated with that type of stuff, even though they're putting more adventure stuff in the game, right? So what do you, what do you what do you think of this? The issue the issue that I have with this is the the original way games worked is there's a release, a bunch of people buy the game, and then over time, the game popularity goes down and then they either come out with a dlc and it goes up a little bit more but not always not always back to the top but it does go up and then that drifts off and they come with another dlc and then drifts off until until it's out of it's it's no longer in people's minds we played the game we're done with it right right now we have this thing where we're trying to keep these people that we initially bought the product we're trying to keep them four years after the game came out and you didn't come out with another game yet you didn't come out with a, like a sequel or nothing. You just want me to keep playing the same game because we keep releasing stuff inside the game and to keep you in the game. But I'm done playing pirates now. I played pirates for two years. I want to play something else now. But we got new pirate stuff. It, you should have came out with the pirate stuff when you made a DLC. Something you should come out. The right. game should have been right. done, right? They're trying to keep us in the game longer with this slow flea drip bullshit and keep me in to the point where I'm past the point of wanting to play this type of game anymore. What happened? What what is that stretch they're trying to well, do now? Well, let me tell you, they they actually had the most players this year. They had 15 
million people playing the game this past year. Not concurrently, right. obviously, but they had 15 yeah. million people play the game. It's called COVID. <laughs> okay? <laughs> right? I don't believe anybody's numbers of how popular you think your game is. What I know is if I'm fucking bored and I'm stuck in my fucking house, I'm going to be playing shit you've never seen before for long periods <laughs> of time. I'll start downloading games I, I would never, ever download ever and play hours of it. Game Pass. Right? So I don't want to hear yep. about your 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 COVID numbers. A game is supposed to come out. It's supposed to be done. If it's good, people stay in the game longer, and then you make a DLC to bump it back up and to carry it over another year, maybe two, okay? But after that, we're on to the next thing. Right. They're trying to keep, they're trying to artificially keep you inside a game longer while, if you are a gamer, other games are coming out competing for your time. When do I have time to play this game again? Two and a half years from now, because you decided you wanted to put something new in there. I, yeah. I'm already into three other games. It's, I don't have time for that shit. So, so at this point right now, it was two years and it was more than two years in development. It was like four years in development. I played it for two years in before it came out in early access. Now it's been out for two years. So it's been out technically. They've been working on it for six years, and they're still not at the point where they really where they. Where, where do you want to be? Where, where they want right? to be? This right? is this is why there's deadlines. If you don't if you don't give someone a deadline, <laughs> they'll fucking wander the planet. Telling you they're working on it, right? These guys make these games, and they're in little—they're just—they're literally this, their mind is still out in the wilderness someplace. Like, I have such great ideas for this game, dude. It's been four years after the release. You worked on it six <clears> years, <throat> and then an additional four years when you after you release it, and you still don't know what you want the game to be. Well, this this mentality. Get ready because Game Pass first party title games from Microsoft. This is right up their alley, man. This is right up their alley because Sea of Thieves is now going to be leading. They're going to be leading the fleet of, of, of Game Pass ships, okay? Because this is right up their alley as far as it's the perfect, it's the perfect template of what Microsoft wants Game Pass games to be. It comes out on Game Pass. You don't have to buy it off the, right off the bat. You're paying a dollar for the first month. You're paying 10 bucks a month. You're paying $14 a month. You can play Sea of Thieves. You can play it as little or as long as you want. And, it, and you can keep coming back because every month they're going to have events. They're going to have different things, different tasks to do, different missions to do. Yeah, but, but okay, but if if the game doesn't have microtransactions, if everything in the game I can I can purchase with the in-game currency, right? There's no microtransactions, right? No, there is. There's an Emporium, yes. Okay. Oh, there's. when did that yeah, happen? That happened about a year ago, I guess now. Okay, so the idea of keeping me in is because there's microtransactions. All right. The longer you keep me in here, maybe I'll buy something else. Yes. I, but after a while, I'm done with it. I'm done with your game. I've played it. Right. I'm not saying every game needs to be an MMO, but this is like MMO light now. If you don't like MMOs, it's a gas game. Right. It's not an MMO. It's a gas game. Right. So you can play it when you feel like it, but you're stuck in it for a while looking for stuff to do. Right. Sometimes the game just has to end, bro. Yeah. Just has to end. <clears throat> well, I, I, I see this happening and I and I'm 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 torn by it because I, I like the game, but I, I, I think this is gonna harm them more in the long run with the, the way their mentality is uh with with the battle pass and stuff. But again, it's it's the it's the game pass way. They but they wanna but they wanna drag it out. Yeah. If if you're a good if you're a good company, you come out with a good game, like a really good game, right? People remember it. 
They think it was fun. If I'm gonna look for I'm gonna look for those guys to make another game, and either they'll make a DLC for that game, or five years later, they make a different game. And you go, hey, those guys made another game. Let's go try it out. They they need now they want me to, now they want me to be in their game for the five years while they're working on the other game. And so then as soon as I'm done official, like I fucking can't look at this game anymore. They're like, hey, look at our new game. And I'm like, I'm no, I don't, don't want to look at you right now. I, I don't, I've been playing your game for five years. I don't care what you came out with. I want to play something else. Yeah. Something else is over here. Yeah. I want to play that. You can't keep me in your zone the entire time trying to milk me. And then as soon as I get ready to leave, you decide you're going to come out with something new. Like, no, your your time is – my time's valuable. Your time's done. Right. I played your game. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I gave you money. I'm done with you. I'm not hanging out I, for another five years I wish... to play your fucking I wish Sea of Thieves would just be a single player game or a cooperative game, like a four player, six player cooperative adventure where you go with pirates and you just do it single player or, or group based missions and, and have a because there's stories in that game. The actual like storytelling in the game is phenomenal. The best way I can describe Sea of Thieves is like being in the movie of Goonies. It is. It's like I'm going on an adventure and I'm trying to find one eye Willie's ship in the in the middle of the thing. That That's what type of ventures there are. And then you get back to the normal world of Sea of Thieves where you're like, I'm on my adventure. I have my really rare piece of gold. And then someone that's been playing the game, you know, bottom basement comes in and just mows me down and takes my shit. And my 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 respect for the game goes, oh, man, this is amazing to rock bottom. This is absolute garbage. Right. And that's what I don't that's what I don't like. But we'll see what happens with the with the uh, with the season pass and stuff like that for uh, for Sea of Thieves. And to answer your question, uh uh, creature, why a sloop? Well, if I only have a half hour to play, or if I only have an hour to play, and I can't find a matchmaking, because that's a whole nother problem with the game. When you matchmake with people, and people have open mics, and they're 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 being idiots and stuff like that, uh, you just want to get in the game and play on the sloop. If you go with a four man team and a frigate, it's a completely different experience. But then you have to coordinate. Hey, you're gonna be on or or, or whatever. I'm just talking about getting in the game and and playing. 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour. But then it doesn't matter because if whatever you collect could be taken away from you in three seconds because you're by yourself. And if you if, if, a, if a, a big frigate comes across, right, you're done. You're done. Because even, you, even if you're the best sailor and you can outrun them, you're wasting 45 minutes just to get away from them and then you're good. So now you're over your time. Now you're like, hold on, hold on. I, I, I can't pause the game. I can't pause because if I pause, I'm dead. Right, I can't pause. I can't walk away from it. So you're just like, "Fuck but, it, just kill me." But, but that's, but that's the game from the very beginning. This is the template. This is what we're doing. It's open world. Anyone can do anything to you that they want. Do you still want to play it? And you're like, "Oh yeah, it's fun. I want to do this. <laughs> this is fun." And two and a half hours in, you have nothing to show for it. Exactly. You're like, "Oh, oh this it is fun. fun. It was fun." Yeah, it's yeah. fun, but yeah. I don't got anything. Yeah. Oh, this is fun. This is great. So how many times do you repeat that game loop before you say, get the fuck out of here? Yeah. All right. So I want to talk about the next the, the next story I want to talk about is about scalping, right? Uh, about scalping. So there was, there was a theory going out, and we talked about this in my stream the other day, that it's an inside job with, with the scalping of the consoles, right? 3,000 units of, of uh, 20, it's like 24, 2,900 PlayStation 5s and 1,000 uh, Xbox uh, S's from UK, a group in UK has has all these things. 
And I don't know how you get that many. I really don't. That's a lot of freaking consoles. I feel like there's an inside job happening over there. And I also, a theory out there was, was people that were, uh, that scalping the, the actual games were included, like they were part of like Sony or part of Microsoft. Now, obviously Sony and Microsoft won't admit to that in any way, shape or form. I have to, I have to find the, um, I have to find this uh, this article that was sent to me. Do I have it up here? Of honor? Nope, I don't have it on here. Give me one second. Yeah, so they they were they were. Oh, here it is. So M MSI caught scalping their own thirty eighty graphic cards. Claims it was an error, right? Because this is exactly what would happen if if you were caught, right? <laughs> Your hands in the cookie jar. You're like, no, no, I wasn't stealing the cookie. Uh, it was falling off. It was falling was off the shelf. The <laughs> it was falling was off the shelf. The, the top fell, and I caught it with my hand, and my hand just happened to fall inside the cookie jar. Okay. So MSI was caught scalping their own G4 3080 uh, graphics cards. If you want NVIDIA's new RTX 3080 graphic cards, you're pretty much out of luck. Everyone's inventory is sold out pretty much immediately. Well, it's amazing how that works. Uh, when the G4's GPU was released in September, and the stores have been having enormous troubles keeping the stock since then. It's so bad that even NVIDIA CEO thinks the supply shortage will remain at least until 2021. Well, make a shortage, make a demand. You know, that's how it works. The issue is where the demand is far outstripping the available supply. Eventually, the two will normalize. But until this eager PC customers are restoring buying to scalping versions online, the unscopulated individuals were lucky enough to obtain 3080 flipped, flipped it to a double or sometimes triple their initial investment. One of these un, uh, individuals turned out to be an NVIDIA manufacturer partner, MSI. The company was recently caught red-handed reselling their own brand of RTX 3080 GPUs on eBay through MSI's subsidiary called Starlit Partner. Starlit normally sells refurbished and refund MSI products online so MSI can regroup unsold inventory. However, Starlit started selling the brand new RTX 3080s shortly after the GPUs released at a grossly inflated price, almost double the MSR price of $759. An eagle eye Redditor spotted the sales, found out the Starlit Partner was actually just an MSI in disguise, and blew the whistle online. This led to MSI making the official statement calling the whole thing an error. Sure. Okay, so we've conducted an investigation and found that the error allowed them to access the inventory that we were not permitted to handle, wrote MSI on official statement. Starlet Partner has been instructed to contact the individual customers who purchase these graphic cards products and offer two options, return the product and receive a full refund or partial refund for the amount paid of the MSI MSRP. Getting caught breaking the MSRP in any way is a big deal in MSI, and they could risk losing their partnership with NVIDIA, preventing them from manufacturing any new GeForce cards. So, basically, I think... Now, someone pointed this out. I think it was Shifty that pointed this out to me. I think the exact same thing is happening with Sony and Microsoft. I believe that before we knew the prices of Microsoft and before we knew the prices of PlayStation, people were thinking that the, that the consoles were going to be thousands of dollars. Remember? Everyone's like, oh, it's going to be like $1,000. It's going to be like $1,200. Everyone was ready to dish out that much money, okay? They were like, oh, yeah, I already have $1,000 saved up for this, right? And then there was this conversation of, well, if you're going to pay that much for a console, why don't you just buy a PC, right? There was this whole little thing going on. Well, the, the NVIDIA cards that came out, the GTX NVIDIA, right, they came out at... at at a better price than the 2080 TIs that came out. So the second market, second 
uh, a black market, basically. Well, not the black market, the secondhand market, where couldn't even sell their cards because the manufacturer out, go cut them out to just stop people from buying the old cards and buying their new cards. Well, then they scalp their own cards and they double the price. I feel like there's the same scenario happening here with the Sony Playstations and the Xboxes where Microsoft wanted to sell their thing for, let's say, $1,000 or $1,200. PlayStation wanted to sell theirs for $1,000, $1,200. They couldn't get that. They're like, hey, we'll come out with $500, okay? Sell them at $500, so a small percentage of people get it for $500. But then we have our own people buy these. And again, I'm speculating. This is my theory of what's happening based on this knowledge of MSI. This is not proven fact in any way, shape, or form. This is just the way I, 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 I feel. I feel like there's insiders that they're getting from the manufacturers directly to them because 3,000 to one location is absurd considering like if you went to Target, they would only have like 200, okay? And that's in a big city, right? At that time for for, for actual stock. They wouldn't have 3,000 at one store unless you're in a major, major metropolis where, you're, where people are known that they're gonna buy the consoles and stuff like that. So there's something up here. I don't know if Sony has out, you know, insiders that are selling them or buying them, taking them, and then selling them and giving them back the money, you know what I mean? Because they work for Sony or they work for Microsoft. But it seems very odd what's happening right now. Now, scalping has always been around. Scalping's always been a thing. But there's just something odd about the graphic cards going out and also because if Microsoft and Sony wanted to stop these scalpers from happening, they would. But they don't because they don't care because they're selling the consoles regardless, right? So they're making their money and they don't give a shit. And now on the secondhand market, now you're paying double or triple the price. And then they keep telling us when the next stock comes out. They keep announcing, instead of just like periodically, let me go check walmart.com to see if they have it, right? And put a caption thing there so I'm not a robot, I can buy it, okay? No, they keep telling you, hey, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday at 1 p.m., Thursday at 1 o'clock, you can get them at Walmart. 3 p.m. Target, that's when we're selling them. And yet the bots are just picking them up. Boom, 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 taking them taking them away. And no one gets anything, right? And and then the one person gets it, like, I got one. And it gives it hope for other people. But you're not getting them. You're not getting them. The only way you're getting them right now is through scalpers, okay? That's how you're getting them. And that is what's happening right now. What do you, what do you think of this whole situation? You're never going to get rid of scalping. No, no, no. <clears throat> but, the, but the problem, but but the problem now is the scalpers have the tools in order to blitz buy product, and if you get a bunch of people together to work in a co-op, and then they all are using bots in order to get these machines, and then they all send it to one address. Like if I put my bot in, you put your bot in, and we're going through all these sites, and they're they're planning it out. It's not like. Maybe you have like five or six guys all attacking different stores at the same time, so you get the most out of it, right? Because they can open up multiple accounts. You're never going to stop it. But the problem is, is that I don't see how the bot program is working that well, that they're able to purchase that many with the same address or the same credit card, and there's no questions. Well, I found out that uh, some stores are not making it one per customer one per account when you buy it when i know when i went to gamestop and i went to best buy and asked they said yeah you can only buy it one per person one per account it doesn't matter you know if you have an address with the same credit card you can't buy two even if they're two separate at you know what i mean it's one per person yeah but what but, but what happened to all the years that have gone by when i used to ask when the next truck was coming in nobody ever knew oh, we don't know when it's coming in 
I've heard this for years. Yeah. I talked to GameStop. Any store on Wednesday. Yeah, you can check it out. We don't, we don't, the truck comes in, but we don't know what's on it. I'm like, are you looking me in the face and telling me you don't know what's on the truck? That it's a fucking, every time a truck shows up here, it's a fucking mystery truck. And then someone has to count whatever's on there and they write it down. It's a fucking mystery. That's a crock of shit. Right. Okay. So now we've gone to, I don't know what's on a truck to December 6th, 3 p.m. 25 PlayStations are coming in. Yeah. Get ready. Like, all of a sudden, everyone knows it's on the goddamn truck. Yeah. Right. It's a crock of shit, bro. Right. It's a crock of shit. Right. They're able to get a hell of it because of the bots and whatever else. Listen, right. My thing is find out who the guys are. Someone knows a guy who's a, a scalper. Find out where they send the goddamn thing. Get them drunk one night. Rob the fucking warehouse of all these fucking things and then hand them out. <laughs> like Robin Hood. Hand them out, hand yeah. them out as gifts. Right. That's how you do it. And they have hold a big sign up and says, fuck scalpers. Merry Christmas. And right. just give out all the PlayStations. Like, it's absurd, bro. It's artificial, artificial demand. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's not, it's not going away anytime soon. Um, and, they're and not going to catch it. And they, yeah. they're going to catch it. They said, oh, they said, oh, uh, the next shipment will come in. Like, they only made so many. They can only make so many. It takes months to manufacture. Right. I think they said something about if, I, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, the last article I read was they said there was approximately two million PlayStation fives that are made or to be made before the end of the year. Like they were already made or they're going to be made before the end of the year. Two million. So at that point, that's all there's going to be for a while while they're still manufacturing. Right. Right. So well, while Upper Echelon did a a video just recently, I think it was yesterday. So check that out. Um, he talks about they knew the demand was going to be like what they were, were and the, and this is an artificial official stuff here. So I read an article about a guy who was selling Xbox Series X for thirteen hundred dollars, and the guy who was buying it robbed him of the console and all his money. Well, you know, karma's Good. a bitch. Karma's a bitch, right? I I believe that's called capitalism. Yeah. So, um, the only thing I want to read on the TWAB. I don't want to read through the TWAB. You guys can go read through the TWAB. The one thing that I thought was very interesting was the very top, right? So it was the raid. It was the the raid and how many people do it. Now, I don't want to get into what a certain streamer said and said that it, it, it should be, you know, a very small group. But these numbers are very open-minded now that what he said, and I see these numbers, I'm like, well, he does have a point. Okay, so... You, unique raid active clears on day one for the last wish were four. Okay. Four clears on day one for the last wish. That means either four groups or one group or did it four times, whatever. Four clears on the last wish. Garden of Salvation on day one was 551 clears on day one. Okay. And Deep Stone Crypt... The latest raid had 29,814 clears on day one. Okay. So I I understand where he's coming from because if I'm not mistaken, didn't wasn't he didn't he do the last wish? Didn't he get the last wish uh like belt or something? Right? So it is crazy. Now I love these numbers. 
it's not crazy. No, 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 no. It's crazy because it went from four completions for a raid two raids ago to thirty thousand people completing this raid. That that's because people had time to level well, up to do the it's, raid. It's not even that. The people. If you only have three days to do it, no, 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 I get that. The only people get, who are ready for that raid are people that have no jobs, no, I no girlfriend, that. I understand and no that. life. That's not and what then I'm just saying, though. Grind their ass off that's to not, play. That's not what so I'm saying. More people, more people got to play. What's the big deal? There's no big deal. What I'm saying is, I'm showing the numbers. I've said that Destiny has turned into a very casual fied game, super casual, and this numbers show it, right? You gave people, you gave people almost two weeks to get ready, right? Uh, it's not 10 days it's not because it's casual oh absolutely it is because you can do anything now you can do anything now and level up i literally play 12 hours a week and i'm at 12 30. right you play you level up that's how the game's supposed no, to no, work. no 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 i understand that but what it used to be to what it is now it is super casual fied right it is super casual fied so here's cap, hold on hold a on a second cap. here here's to take to you what you're saying Launch 10 days status afterwards, okay? Last Wish had 3,555, 10 days plus after. Garden Salvation had 33,000, okay? Deepstone Crypt has a quarter of a million, okay? 250,000 clears in 10 days after, okay? Yeah. That, that that's telling you that's telling you that they've casualified the whole fucking thing, the whole system. Okay, let's 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 look at this very simple. The artifact can boost you up. You don't have to even actually level up. I know. You just use the artifact to be I boosted. I understand that. I, I don't believe there was an artifact for Last Wish, was there? Was there an artifact at that point? There was not. You had to actually be the level. Uh, Garden of Salvation. Oh, no, there was no artifact then no. either. No. There, yeah. No. Last Wish is no. There well, was no. Wait, we're, we're agreeing here as far as casual flying no, the game. Yeah. Yeah. But you made up. But once again, we talked about this already. Okay. The leveling system is broken fact the oh, artifact yeah. the artifact was a band-aid because your leveling system is broke fact so now you give me 10 days to level up my character on the critical day there's no artifact involved so i have to actually grind and so if i actually play the game hours in game i can level up pretty quick if i have no wife no life, no job. Right. I can just play games all day. I'm ready for the raid. Congratulations. The rest of us had 10 days to play the game like a crazy psychopath in order to get ready. And then those people were allowed to do the raid. Now, after that, after the critical day, the artifact kicks in. So anybody who's been grinding can just play the raid because my artifact did, is so high. Did the garden have an artifact? It did. The garden... Wish did not have it. Wish did not. No, Wish didn't. The last Wish didn't. Wish did not. Did the garden, garden have it? Garden was Shadow Keep, right? Yeah, that had an artifact. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. I, I look. I have no problem that it's casual. I've always made my 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 argument on the Rangers Round Table, which is tomorrow on the SNTR Network. Okay, I said that that's where they're taking this game. They're they're making this game super casual i even joke about it i said i'm a hardcore casual that casually plays hardcore right that's the i i used to be this hardcore player and i would do the raids and do all the stuff and then i stopped okay i i i play less now and i'm still high level right i'm still ahead of i'm in the 20 percentile of of of, of the game and i'm barely even playing well, take away your artifact, and what level are you? Uh, well, you have to take away 11. 11 points or 10 points, whatever it is. 9 okay. points, whatever it is. Right. 
Yeah, right. so that I'm, would, I'm, that uh, would still 12... not that would still be not allowed. That would I'm, be high enough to do the raid. I'm twelve thirty. Yeah, no, I'm twelve thirty. Right. So, I I'm okay with them. I I'm just stating this a fact of Bungie's made this game more casual as it goes on. Right. The more people are playing, which is good because there was like one percent of the population that was playing did the raids. In, in Destiny, and now right. it's probably gone up to three percent, right? <laughs> or five percent, right. or whatever well, it is. They, right. they want you. They yeah. want you to play. They want you in the game. Yeah, they want I you understand. To play. Yeah. Okay, but you can't say that it's a handout. Oh no, no, no. I didn't say that. You have, you I didn't a, say that. You have, you have factors involved, all yeah. con- all joining at one point. You've got COVID. You had ten days. The leveling process was a lot easier. I'm just playing. Stuff keeps dropping two points ahead, three points ahead. Whereas before, for some strange reason, during Shadowkeep and the one before that, for some strange reason, when you used to level up pieces of gear, it would only level up by one point. Right. 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 Where all of a sudden now a pinnacle is four points or five points. Or at one point I had a prime engram and it was eight points ahead. Like, that's not a mystery. Yeah. That's somebody turning up the dial so more people can actually play the fucking game. Okay, but but the system is still there. The leveling is broke. The artifact is the Band-Aid. And then you want to know if I give you 10 days with an artifact, how come they got to play the raid? Oh, because they had some free time and they actually wanted to play the raid. That's why. You gave them 10 days. That That sounds like a human being. Here's 10 days to get ready for something. Well, not here's three days to get ready for something. I, I Swifty, that that would ha- that would have happened anyway because when when one per I I was watching I love watching raid day right I, I love watching I had four different teams and then I had a separate screen so I I had two screens with four boxes on each one okay and then I had another screen that anytime I saw somebody numbers start going up I was like oh this person must be in the lead so I would click on it so I was watching anywhere between like twelve uh, ten to twelve different streams okay. Anytime one person figured out something, you would see someone from that chat go to another chat, blah, 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 and then they're like, "Hey, did you guys try this?" And they all just converge on stuff. Right. That's going to happen nothing... regardless. That's going to yeah, happen but, regardless. But, that, but let's but let's but let's be serious here, okay? Without the chat being on, everyone will be stuck there for hours. As soon as the information oh, yeah. gets out, it yeah. spreads to everybody. So what are we talking about here? About handouts or whatever else you want to discuss about it, like. The information is there. There's a couple million people watching you play the goddamn raid. Yeah. And they're all taking notes. This yeah. works. This yeah. doesn't. This works. This doesn't. They completed so it. so they three days it. after yeah. the raid comes out, everybody's got all the information they need. It's not even a fucking challenge. It's just like I'm following a recipe. This is what I have to do to win. That sounds challenging. He's not saying that the artifact was in the first 24 hours, fish guy. He's saying that the artifact does go active afterwards. So he's saying, more, of course, more people. That's why 258,000 did the Stone Crypt 10 days plus. All you did was follow a recipe. Yeah. He, he, the, the, the people at the 29, the 29,000 clears. I mean, I mean, that's, that's huge. Think about that. Last Wish 4, Garden of Salvation 500, and Deep Stone Crypt almost 30,000. I mean, that's a huge, huge jump. Uh, so are, we spo- are you supposed to say you made the game too easy? Or is it because everybody talks to everybody at the speed of light? So I know all, all the... Uh, there, there's no challenge. Everybody who saw it day one, yeah, there's knows. no challenge Yeah, there's no after challenge that. anymore. No challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was pretty good. It says the final a fun fact, over 979,000 Guardians unlocked the, the weapon, uh, 
the, the sword quest went went live. So almost a million people. I would assume that's uh, yeah, that's pretty damn that's pretty damn good concurrent player base or whatever. So there's a bunch of other stuff they're talking about. The uh, the Iron Banner's coming back out. They have their charity uh, stuff uh, out there. So you guys can read up on that on your own. Uh, what time is it? It's ten o'clock. Let me see. What else do we have? Oh, we already talked about that. We already talked about that. We got the Destiny Twab. Um, I wanted to talk about, but we can actually uh, move that across the other other things, or I can use separate separate channels. So I think that's what we'll call it because it's two hours uh, right now. Uh, we were going to talk about Dauntless, but I'm going to talk about Dauntless on my stream tonight. So uh, right after this podcast, I'm going to be playing Dauntless on this channel. Uh, they just had an update with a whole bunch of different things to do. So we're going to jump into that. Check it out. Uh, if you guys want to play along, it doesn't matter what platform you're on because it's cross-play. Uh, so uh, episode 244 is in the can. I do appreciate everyone coming out and watching Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. If you liked it, please hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't done that already, if you've been hanging out with us this time. We do this every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, each and every single week. Uh, we're in season six. At the end of this season, we'll be starting season seven in January. Uh, we also, next week is the video game reward show. We're going to be starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's when the video game rewards uh, starts. It's 4 p.m. on their uh, West Coast side. We're going to start uh, at 7 p.m. next week as the show starts, and we'll go through. It'll probably last about three hours, which will end probably the same time we end the show right now. So I appreciate it very much. Thanks for watching. Make sure you follow Sergeant Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and still gaming on Twitter. Uh, follow the uh, channel, subscribe right here on YouTube or go to our twitch.tv slash, uh, 30 and still gaming, uh, to watch the daily grind. And uh, I play Marvel during the morning and stuff like that. Appreciate it very much. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Take care guys. Two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.